I'm writing a book and for the topic, I wanted to narrow things down a bit because I like talking about a lot of leadership subjects, about personal development. But for this book, I really asked myself the question, what would the leaders I help benefit the most from? And what skill or habit should they learn that would really make a difference? And that's what I'm going to share with you in this podcast episode. I'm Muriel, CEO, mum and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today, I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week, I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. What is the hardest thing leaders and employees manage? Just look at yourself. What don't you manage to do well while it's so important? And this thing makes all the difference between good results with a lot of hard work or great results with a good work-life balance. But it seems that since the pandemic, people have even more difficulties doing this. Now, before giving you the answer, let me share with you the trends post-pandemic. Because a lot of things have changed in the last 18 months. And the way we work is never going to be the same again. I want to share these trends because they could make your life easier. And I say could because in reality, it has made life harder for a lot of you. It has caused one big flaw that I'll share a bit later. Now, the first trend was that COVID has been an accelerator of change because suddenly the impossible became possible. In only one week, most of the companies were organized for home working. It also gave a boost in digitalization. Some projects were on the table for a long time and suddenly things were digitalized at a pace that we had never seen before. Also, some managers went from control to trust. Suddenly, it became possible to trust people and to let them work from home without controlling them. So in the beginning, of course, I'm not talking about the, the illness COVID that was really a disaster for so many among us. But for work in the beginning, COVID was really some accelerator and led to some great things. But a lot of us started this COVID as a sprint while it became a marathon. And so what looked nice, like also working from home, having dinner with a family, spending more time doing the things you love and slowing down, what seems great in the beginning became harder and harder and harder and also heavier. And that leads to the second trend, the fact that we are 24-7 connected and yet people have never been as disconnected from their organization, from their teams and even from themselves. And in the beginning, it was mostly the lack of social interactions, the, the, the talk at a coffee machine. We miss those things. 
But then slowly we witnessed a massive lack of boundaries because you didn't make a difference anymore between the table where you work or the table where you eat, between weekdays and weeknights, between weekends and weekdays. And also all your roles got mixed up. You were at the same moment You were a mother, a father, an employee, a manager, a sister, a daughter. You were all these things at the, at the same time. So this led to a massive lack of boundaries. We all missed a lot of structure in our life. Then we got the app overload. So people started working with, of course, virtual meetings, but also with chat, with Slack, with email, with uh, Asana, with Trello, with a lot of different tools that really led to an overload. We also spent more time in meetings. So research shows that we spent much more time in virtual meetings than we spent in face-to-face -face meetings. Most of the people worked two hours more on average. So the commute time was replaced by working time. And that led to an increase in bad mental health from 7% to 27% in 2020. And what we're now witnessing is what people call the big resignation. Because in during the pandemic, people were looking for safety. And so they weren't changing jobs. But then because a lot of us didn't feel as good anymore, A lot were spending way too much time in virtual meetings, way too much time on work, couldn't even have time to breathe, to eat properly. They had to do their emails at night or during the, e the weekends. So a lot of us felt numb or frustrated or thought about our values. So it put us in touch with our mortality and with our fragility. And now statistics show that 41% among you are looking for a new job. And this is really leading to this big resignation where people are resigning because they want some more meaning, they want another life. And that's leading to the next trend from value to values. So a couple of years ago, I interviewed many directors and asked them, what are your priorities? What are your objectives? And they all talked about financial objectives and also about growing people. But a couple of months ago, I did this exercise again. So I, I interviewed a lot of directors and the answer was different. Now they realized that purpose and values matter. So they all had different answer, but they were very meaningful. So this realization that purpose and values is really important is also because they know that it's important not only for the customers, eh, because people don't buy what you do, but they buy why you do it. But it's also very important for employees. And there is a war for talent currently on the market. So if you want to attract talent, you better be attractive. And attractive means also having a purpose and values that are truly lived. Also, what we see is that those purpose and values are especially important if you want to increase engagement, especially in remote teams. 
So what we see is that organizations that have a very distributed workforce, so people working from all over the world and not especially all in one office, they have very strong values and a very strong purpose. So there is this huge trend from value to values, which makes work more meaningful. So it's really great to have this trend because I truly believe, and I think now more and more directors realize that, that profit follows purpose. And the fourth trend I wanted to talk about was the fact that the future of work is here and it's hybrid. So despite the bad mental health, despite working even more than before, 75% want to work at least part-time remotely. We don't want to go back to the office like the old days. And this is a worldwide trend. And when you look at remote work or hybrid work, in fact, it enhances everything. So if you had difficulties attracting talent before working hybridly or remotely, well, you will probably have even more problems attracting talent. If you had problems with engagement before, it will be also worse when you work remotely. If you were spending already a lot of time in meetings, it would have been worse also working remotely. Same with teamwork. But also the positive side is If it was already great for you before the pandemic and before working remotely, well, it got probably even better when working remotely. So when you think of hybrid teams of remote work, you first have to just look at teamwork in general and really carefully and with a lot of intention plan how you want to work together and how you want to collaborate together before thinking about the differences with remote work. By the way, if you would like to evaluate your team, we have a free self-evaluation that you can find on team.keyleader.com. We will put the link also in the show notes of this episode. But it's a great self-evaluation tool to see how performant your team is, but also how empowered it is. So those were the four big trends that I wanted to talk about now. Well, there are two other ones, but that's not the topic of this subject. It's the fact that empowerment is really increasing and the shift is going from power to empower. And the last trend is from alpha leader to authentic leader, because if you want a safe environment and an empowered team, you need a different kind of leader. Now, for many, all these trends are currently leading to more work than even before. And that's because of this one thing that people cannot do anymore. And people can't seem to stop anymore. They are running and running. And the more tools and possibilities we have, the more I see people being busy. Instead of using these tools and possibilities to organize their work so that they can work less. And by the way, I saw this trend also in my previous organization when we increased empowerment and gave people the possibility to work when and where they want it. 
we first had an increase in work hours, in stress and in burnouts. And this is what happened on a global level when people started working from home during the pandemic. And why is that? It's because most of you are not so good in setting boundaries, in saying stop when there are so many pressing requests coming from everywhere. You just continue thinking that if you work a little bit harder, you'll manage to deliver everything. And then you are in the illusion that when this project is delivered, then I'll stop. When this month is over, I'll stop. When this person is back to work, then I'll be able to slow down and stop. When I get this budget or hire that person, then I'll be able to stop and slow down a bit. When we reach these revenues, then we'll be more cool and be able to stop. But look at the past. Has that ever happened? Probably not, because then the next thing will be there and the next crisis, and the next challenge, or the next opportunity. So many leaders got that wrong. It's not, I'll reach XYZ, and then I'll be able to stop. It's because you stop that you'll reach what you want, and even more. So I'm going to repeat this, because it's really important. It's not that you'll reach XYZ, And then you will be able to stop. It's because you stop that you'll reach what you want and even more. And it's because you don't manage to stop often enough that you're in this vicious circle of always working hard, of always being behind all the to-dos that you have. Now, 41% of you are looking for another job because they've lost their energy They've lost their motivation or their meaning. But if you don't learn to stop, you'll find yourself in the same situation in your new job. And you stop not because you don't care or not because you're not committed. On the contrary, if you care, if you want to have more impact, you will learn to do the hard thing and stop. And yes, you heard me well. It's the hard thing to stop. It's much easier for you to continue working hard than it is to stop. Stopping when you have so many things on your plate is extremely hard. But for me, it made and it still makes a huge difference in my results. We got better results because we could stop in these fast-changing, uncertain and overwhelming times. And that's why I wanted to write my book about this topic, because I can see that so many leaders don't manage to do that anymore. And it's getting worse and worse and worse every year. People just continue working hard, running, or even running in their private life. It's like you're not living in the moment anymore. You're constantly living for the next moment and the next moment and the next moment. But I can tell you, there is only one moment that truly exists and that's now. And that's why you really have to learn to stop, enjoy the moment, 
do what is necessary and you will then see that the next moment will be easier and you will get in this virtuous circle where you will have even more impact while working less. And that's why I want to write a book about this. I want to tell you success stories backed up with research because there is a lot of research that shows the importance of stopping and it will allow you to accelerate your impact. So I will talk about why is it important to stop, how can you do that and what to do when you stop. Because sometimes you will have to stop simply to stop and get your energy back on track, but sometimes you might have to stop to analyze things because when you don't analyze things, you always solve symptoms instead of root causes of problems and you get in this vicious circle of always have facing problems and problems without ending and without seeing a difference in impact. Sometimes you need to stop to be creative. Sometimes you need to stop because you need to change your mindset and see your market, see your problems from another lens, from another point of view. Now, if you have a great story to share of a moment when you managed to stop instead of continue working hard that led to great results, please share it with me. Send me an email on muriel at keyleader.com. Of course, I'll share the email in the show notes, but please share me your stories of when you managed to stop and that led to better results than when you simply continued working hard. And when I say stop, it can be stop for a couple of seconds just to take a deep breath. It can be to stop just for a couple of minutes to think about what you want to achieve from the next meeting. Of course, it can be stopping for one hour to analyze something, one day, one week or one month or even longer. But I believe that the more you have little stops, the less big stops you will need. Now, that's it for this episode. So what I've noticed is that a lot of people don't manage to stop anymore. And they are in the illusion that when this will be finished, when this person will be back, when that uh, guy will be hired, when those revenues will be reached then they will be able to slow down and pause. But let me tell you that this is an illusion and I would really encourage you to learn to stop because that is what will lead to great results for you in these fast, uncertain and digital times. Now that's it for this episode. So learn to stop despite all the things that you have and share what happened to you with me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week, you Rebel Leader with a Heart. Hello there! How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this 
until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry, because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. Keyleader.com slash fast times. Qileader.com slash fast times. Now let's dive into today's podcast episode. <music> 